Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, and I'll be your host of this podcast. After spending my entire career in the sports sales industry, I wanted the opportunity to give back, to give back to those individuals that want to get in this business, or for those individuals that are in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. This podcast is presented by General Sports Worldwide and the Clubhouse. GSW is certainly picking up steam in search, recruiting, training, and consulting. The Clubhouse is a career development platform consisting of monthly webinars, in-depth training vault, job board, mentorship platform, blogs, and a focus on mental health. Be sure to sign up for a free membership at theclubhousecareers.com. In addition, thanks for everyone that has supported the book, Hustle Your Way to Success in Sports Sales. For season three, I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career path, three key topics that are current in the industry, three hustle hot seat questions, three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now on to our guests this week. Many people dream of being an entrepreneur at some point in time in their life. There are very few that can not only become one, but also excel in the sports space as an entrepreneur. I'm excited to have our next guest, Ben Young, CEO and co-founder of Vazi. Ben, welcome to the show. Hey, Travis. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Ben, very excited to talk about your career path. It's always been great getting to know you. And as I kicked it off, you've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. And we'll talk through some of those ventures you've been a part of. But at the end of the day, what drives you to be a thought leader each and every day? Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's tough. Um, for me, you know, it, it's simple it, to make a difference. Like, I know that sounds cliche, but I, not only internally, like I want to, I want to make a difference on, on Vazi's employees, but I want to make a difference and an impact on, on an industry. Um, and, you know, to, to change kind of mindset and to, to do that, it, it, it takes leadership. Um, and that's something I pride myself in is that we can take the ups and downs and we can navigate through kind of the weeds of entrepreneurship. And, and that's what leadership is about is kind of setting that vision and, and kind of uh, navigating those waters. And that, that's what we do. We, we do it for the, our people and we do it to, to change an industry. Well, you're now with Vazi and you're certainly changing that industry, which is an SMS solution that offers sports teams the ability to drive significant revenue by sending text campaigns directly to the consumer's mobile phone. And it's a sales kind of podcast, 52 Weeks of Hustle. What, what's your elevator pitch for Vazi? Yeah, so for us, um, it's simple. I mean, email and uh, and phone calls and voicemails i mean they're they're a way of the past i mean even social media um marketing and sales it, it the statistics show that it's inundated with ads it's inundated with certain elements that gets lost in in the wash and so for us it's all about simply getting to a solution that will help consumers act right and so I mean, 98% of text messages are open and read with an average of 47 second um, reply rate. And so you know that SMS and MMS is getting viewed, it's getting read, and it's getting acted upon. And so for us, that's what it's about. It's about helping navigate the compliance and, and the wild, wild west of text marketing and sales and, and making it so teams and, and uh, organizations can do it properly. You know, I think, and I've always said, like, you know, everybody responds differently, 
right? It's it's phone calls, it's texts, it's emails, it's LinkedIn, it's handwritten notes. Like there's not one person that says I respond 90% of the time to every single one of them. So if you're not evolving your strategies, you're going to be struggling, you're going to be failing. And you know, Ben, for Vazi, you just launched a company over five years ago. Walk the listeners through the process of launching a company. Yeah, no, it's uh, that it's tough. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll flat out tell people one hundred percent that entrepreneurship is is not for everybody, um, and and launching companies not easy. But for us, it was unique. It was uh, it was a really cool opportunity. Um, I had, and we'll get into it. I'm, I'm sure in, in this podcast, but I had just exited out of a, an opportunity, and this was actually a feature set of of my old uh, venture. And for us, we had dabbled in certain um, industries and we're trying to find kind of the best fit. And we happened to uh, partner with a local ECHL team, the, the Utah Grizzlies here, and they uh, they tried our system. I mean, it was basically a, a you know, a good faith opportunity. And the first two texts that they had they had sent out drove more um, revenue in, in a ticket, you know, promotion than they had done and seen in a while. And so we, we knew that we had something. Um, but for us, it was taking this idea and figuring out, okay, now we're working with four of the biggest companies in the country, right? You've got AT&T, T-Mobile, Sprint, um, uh, Verizon. And for us, we, we needed to build that foundation. So we worked with them. Um, we built the the compliance and, and made sure that everything was you know up to up to their uh, standard when it came to not spam, um, no blacklisting, and and we rolled out from there. Um, it was key partnerships that we then basically had had to just go through to to prove our model, um, and we were we were living off of our own cash. I mean we. We were, there was times where, I mean, we were wondering how we were going to make the next payment on certain elements, but we, we just kept going down the path with these partners that believed in us and, and it has led us to where we're at now. So um, kind of a, a, a fascinating opportunity for us, but it was one that took a lot of faith, a lot of trust in ourselves, and, and it just kind of worked out the, the right way for us. And you certainly have always had a plan and a process. You know, it wasn't just a, a wing it mentality as well, and very, you know, very organized and structured. And you know, to your point there, Ben. You now, prior to launching Vazi, you're also the founder of Fivers, which is an app for handling employee recognition. How was that journey for you? Yeah, again, this it it, it was. Uh, it, <laughs> they're never easy. I mean, you you just have to believe in yourself, and you have to know that the product that you have will make a difference. And so Fivers was very much the same. I mean, it was one of those that I saw a need. I had a ton of requests saying, is there a way that you can show, uh, help us show our, our employees instant recognition with what they want most, which is cash. And so for us, we found some, um, some use cases of, of needs with certain companies we put a product together. Um, we followed it to a T. We, we worked with those partners hand in hand to develop this process of, of showing recognition instantaneously. And it worked. And it was, uh, it was beneficial to the employees. It was beneficial to the management. And again, it, it fulfilled a need that wasn't out there at the time. Uh, and so we, we just continued to build through that and, and luckily found 
a group that that wanted that uh, that technology that that offered us a, a decent buyout for it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And congrats on the successes. And going back to the beginning for you, you received a degree from the University of Phoenix and then an MBA from Western Governors University. What did you think you wanted to do career-wise? Yeah. And you know what? It's funny, Travis, because for me, um, I, I meet with a lot of people that, you know, have MIT and have a Harvard um, education. And it took me a while to not be embarrassed <laughs> of yeah. my education, right? Like, University of Phoenix, it's it's an online school. Western Governors, it's an online school. But for me, I, I never valued um, schooling, which again, that that's goes against kind of what a lot of uh, a lot of executives will teach you. But I I simply wanted it for myself. I just wanted to know that I accomplished a four-year degree, that I accomplished an MBA. I didn't care where it was. Yep. Um, and so for me, I knew my path was in entrepreneurship before my schooling. And so my schooling was a little bit different. Um, it was it was mostly for myself. And it took me a while. I mean, it took me a while. It's not the most prestigious schooling out there, but I did it for myself. And that's what mattered. And that's what I encourage everybody to do is just do it for yourself and not for the accolades that come from a resume. Yeah. It's like anything in life, what you put into it's what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. That's why I always talk about, I just went to the Harvard of Ohio. Nobody's ever heard of Ashland university, but it's the Harvard of Ohio. (laughs) You know, so, so Ben, prior to launching your own companies, you spent time in the banking and food industry. What were some key learnings early on that really kind of helped solidify and lead you down the path of entrepreneurship? Yeah. um, In the banking world, financials are crucial. I mean, you've got to be buttoned up when it comes to, to your financial portfolio. Uh, if you if you cannot show where profitability can hit, if you cannot show a concise um, process and a concise vision on where you will financially benefit from this uh, system or this tool that you put to the market, you'll be in trouble. I mean, when it comes to investors, when it comes to internal uh, executive teams, you have to know that your financial basis is on point. Um, And that led to why I went to the food industry. I had a company that uh, was looking to get acquired. They had an incredible business that was creating incredible revenues, but their profitability on those revenues were absolute. They were, they were horrible. And so I went in, they were one of my, one of my customers in the banking industry. And I went in and kind of helped them alleviate the pain points of their, uh, of their financial profile. And we, uh, we got that back on track. And so we started looking more impressive to acquisition partners. And that's really when we started seeing the opportunities of acquisition happen. And so for me, that was my entire foundation. If, if your financial uh, portfolio is not on point, your processes don't matter. Um, you have to have that in place in order to be successful. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, Ben Young, CEO and co-founder of Vazi. And Ben, let's get into the three hot topics for the podcast Question one, you've always been one that's clearly willing to take risk, knowing that there are very calculated risks, and you've also been very innovative in decision-making process. What advice do you have for the listeners that may help them be become more innovative and be willing to put themselves out there in this business environment? Yeah, you know, I, I, I actually get this one a lot. Um, as I go and speak in different events and as I mentor different um, entrepreneurs it, kind of getting a start to me it, it comes down to one thing and you just you have to believe in yourself and in your product um, you can sit here and have a great idea and and know that you know this thing could go astronomically uh, successfully but if you don't sit there and take the leap and believe in yourself then then why the hell are you even having those ideas right um for me that's what it is i mean you've got you've got to believe and then once you believe you've got to be 100 percent disciplined and and focused on your end goal and if you can do that anybody can be successful but if you if you don't believe truly in yourself and if you're not willing to be disciplined and and focus 100 of the time on this then don't do it it's it is not for you and that's great advice. And, you know, to that point of like, if people don't, if you can't believe in your own product, nobody else will, you know, a lot of this is, is confidence and confidence is certainly contagious in this, in this industry, in this environment. Ben, question two, as you think about all the emerging technologies in the sports and entertainment space, you're obviously in that space right now. What are some key trends that everyone in this business should be thinking about as it relates to technology? Yeah. Um, I think, I think most of us can agree that sports and entertainment are, um, lacking in innovation. I, I, I think it's now catching up to other industries on what innovation is. And so for me, the single most important element of, of what we need to be looking for are what do consumers want? How can we make consumers' life easier when it comes to the sports experience and the entertainment experience? That's where the trends are leading. I mean, everything is leading to experiential, um, exp, uh, you know, for consumers. And if we can focus on making the experience better, then that's where that's what you've got to focus on. Because again, I think we can all agree as well is that sitting at home and watching the television has become such a powerful experience that why do I need to go and experience this live? Right and once we can now break those barriers and make that live experience 
just as enjoyable as sitting at home, that that's what you need to look for in, in the tech space for sports. Absolutely. And, and finally, Ben, question three, you obviously have a passion for entrepreneurship and finding ways to simplify generating revenue, which at the end of the day, as you think about sports teams, it's all about kind of the volume yield, generate revenue and cheeks and seats. And so what's one piece of advice you would give every listener if they are thinking about becoming an entrepreneur one day in their life? Man, just, <laughs> just, I, I know, again, it sounds super cliche, but just do it. Like, go. <laughs> I, mean, you, I should if, get if Nike you, to sponsor this episode of the podcast. It yeah, is, right? Just do it. A hundred percent. I mean, if you've, if you've read Shoe Dog, I mean, it's Phil Knight's uh, basically yep. account of, of Nike. Like, that's what he did. He just saw a need and he did it. And that's what every entrepreneur needs to do. I mean, there is always an opportunity to change an industry. It does not matter what industry you're in, but there's always a process or a procedure that needs to be better. Always. And if you believe that you have that, then why not just take the leap of faith? Because you can surround yourself with finance minds, with uh, sales minds, with all of these other minds. I mean, Steve Jobs said it the best. You always want to be the most stupid person in the room. Yeah. Everybody around you should be smarter than you. Yeah. And but nobody in the room should have a passion or a belief in changing that industry like you should. And to me, that's what it's all about is you, you can set the vision and you surround yourself with the right people to get you there. Great advice. And, you know, I've always heard along those lines, right? If, if you are the smartest person in the room, it means you're in the wrong room. Yeah. You know, it's... 100%. And so, Ben, this has always been a, a pleasure catching up and talking. And what a great career you've had. As you think back to your entire career, what's been your best memory? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I said this at an event um, the other day. I was, I was speaking at an event. And for me, I, you, you can make as much money as you want in life, right? Um, but I don't ever want to transact with somebody or with an organization if I cannot have a true relationship with them. And so this is more of a generic kind of statement, but the, my most beneficial aspect of business is the relationships that I develop on a daily basis. Because if I transact with you and I'm successful with you, but at the end of the day, I can sit down and I can laugh and I can joke and we can smile together, then I know that we have accomplished something extremely special. And that's what business is all about for me. Ben, ton of great advice. Certainly fun to hear about your journey. To close it out, I'd like to put our guests on the hustle hot seat. So you ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> if you owned a boat, what would you name your boat? 100%. If you could have any actor play your life in a movie, what actor would play you? Oh man, I, I'm often told I, I would want The Rock to play me. <laughs> if you could bring back any clothing trend, what would it be? Oh, Jinkos. Do you remember Jinkos? I do. Extra baggy jeans, man. Those were sweet. <laughs> I do indeed. I do indeed. I feel like if you, most clothing, if you keep it along, around long enough, it'll eventually come back in style. Dude, 100%. That's what's happening right now, man. I know. Right absolutely. 
Well, Ben, to close it out, what are three key takeaways you'd give every listener to be in your shoes one day? Um, make sure that you want to be in my shoes, number one. Because uh, if you don't want it, then don't achieve for it. Yep. I mean, number two, um, positivity. You've got to be positive. If you're positive, you, you'll be able to accomplish some incredible things. And I'd say number three is... Uh, is just get to work. It, it's not easy, but it's worth it for sure. No, that's awesome. Great, great advice. You know, to your point, you've got to want it. You've talked a lot about passion, just doing it. You've got to want it. Keep that positive momentum. There, there's enough external negative factors in anything you're doing. You've got to keep that positive mentality. And at the end of the day, it'll work if you work. And so, that's Ben, hard. this has been great. Certainly appreciate it. You've had a great career. Appreciate your time and, and expertise. Yeah, man. Hey, no, I appreciate it. And thank you for everything. You're, you're a great example of what we can accomplish if we, uh, if we just take the step forward. So it's been a pleasure working with you, Travis, and being on here and look forward to, to long-term relationship with you guys and uh, with Clubhouse and yourself personally. Awesome. Well, I appreciate the kind words. Again, this is Travis Apple. Thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week.